You're listening to Father Kirby Longo's Homilies, powered by Mountain Catholic. Father Kirby is a priest of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Helena and pastor of Christ the King University Parish in Missoula, Montana. This past week I took my Legendary Adventure Camp crew out on a scout uh, to hike the route that we're going to be taking the students on the next two weeks, actually starting tonight. Uh, Since returning from there, spent the last few days kind of planning through everything for these next two weeks, you know, getting on the phone with my guys to give them all the information, uh, preparing the content for our students, reviewing all the wilderness first responder stuff that I'd forgotten and then realized I needed when everyone started puking on this past trip. wasn't good news. Then trying to find a reroute around a sort of problem spot in the route, uh, packing and repacking bags, trying to figure out what we need. There's a lot to prepare for before you venture off into the wilderness. And, And also it just happens that the weekend in between, you know, those two backpacking trips is the Butte 100 mountain bike race, which I decided for some stupid reason to do. And there's a lot to prepare for going into that event too. And I mention all this because it just was striking me as I was doing all these things that we have built this wonderful civilization where we have comforts that royalty only dreamed of 100 years ago, 200 years ago. And yet so many of us spend so much of our time sort of trying to get away from that. Why would we do that? What's, what's our reason for that? And then spend even more time try to, trying to get other people away from the comforts of modern life. I mean, it's, not, it's, a, it's an obvious desire. As you notice, people are flocking to Montana from everywhere, not because of our amenities, but because of the wildness of the place, that it still has some of that. So what is it? Why is it after, shortly after sort of solving the, much of the struggle just to survive that the history of humanity basically consists of, why do we want to go back to it? You know, go back to the place where you're just living in a mosquito-infested you know, camp and can't get away from them no matter what you do except to start a fire and stand in the smoke. Or... You know, I, I almost committed, on this last trip, I almost committed my life to CRISPR gene editing. I don't know how much you know about that. But there's a movement in that to try to eliminate mosquitoes from the face of the earth. Uh, I almost joined that movement. I have bigger things to do. Trying to figure out what the desire is. That It sort of seems insane until we go and do them. And we do these things and we somehow think they're important. What is it about escaping civilization as we know it that we find to be crucially important in our lives? Where does this desire come from? We see it everywhere in the Old Testament, throughout all of scriptures, but especially in the early Old Testament moments, the mountaintop encounters with God of Abraham and Moses and Elijah, in the wilderness encounters of Hagar, of Abraham and Sarah, of Jacob. John the Baptist's entire life was just getting out into the wilderness and calling everyone out. Come out, repent, meet God. 
What is this wisdom that we receive in these deserted places that we don't, that, that is somehow withheld from us in the city, in civilized life? You know, Jesus speaks to it in the gospel today. The disciples just went out on mission. They return and he says, come away by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. The wilderness then is a place of rest. There's something about it that's peaceful, restful. This isn't the rest of sleep. We get better sleep here. This isn't the rest of idleness or relaxing. We spend most of our days sitting around. So we have plenty of that kind of rest. It's the rest that purges our mind from all distractions. It sort of forces those things out of our life. It forces our senses to come alive in a way that they don't normally. And we have to focus on little things in a way that we don't normally. You know, John Muir was an, an intensely wild dude, but he was also a, a man of deep faith. And he said this, Climb the mountains and get their good tidings. Nature's peace will flow into you as sunshine flows into the trees. The wind will blow their freshness into you, the storms their energy, while your cares will drop off like autumn leaves. When you think about being in the middle of a, a storm in the wilderness, that's not a relaxing event, yet it's an energizing event. It's a, it certainly will make you feel alive. You know, he's speaking of a peace not of idleness, but of an activity that forces an encounter. An encounter in particular with beauty. So you might be thinking, good and well for you, Father, but I'm perhaps too old to go out in the wilderness, or I'm, I have a physical ailment that prevents me from doing that, or I have young kids, good luck, you know, taking them on a five-day backhand trick, or I don't have time, or I just don't enjoy it. Those are all legitimate reasons. Then, if that's the case, are you sort of missing out on this deep wisdom that we can only receive in these places? Perhaps many of you got to visit Notre Dame before it burned down. Or perhaps you just Googled it after it burned down and say, hey, what was this place? If you look at that building, or perhaps Duomo Cathedral in Milan, or actually maybe most fitting for this particular homily is La Sagrada Familia in Barcelona. If you've, I mean, everybody's seen pictures of that. It's the most famous church that's being built in the world right now. And Gaudí built it in a way that the of the entire building, there is not a single 90-degree angle because there is no 90-degree angle in nature. That it, when we go out into those places, there is no perfect edge. And so, in so many of these massive and beautiful cathedrals, why do we build them? Well, because it's our way of bringing the desert, the wilderness, right into the midst of civilization, to set a place apart from our life, from the busyness and craziness of life, which has been there all along. It's not unique to our time. To take those and plant the wilderness right in our midst, Maybe you've had a sort of experience of this walking into a church. If you've ever been to perhaps St. Patrick's in New York, you've almost certainly had this experience because if you're from Montana and you're in New York, you're overwhelmed immediately and you're overwhelmed the whole time. It's just the way New York is. 
You kind of got to grow up there to, to be able to tolerate it. And you know, I had this experience where I was sort of walking down the street and then, boom, right in the middle of this skyscrapers is this place that just looks wild. It's giant, beautiful stone buildings surrounded by glass skyscrapers. And you look at it and you're like, this doesn't belong here for some reason. And then you walk in and immediately the craziness of the city just dies away. It's almost disorienting. And so right in the middle of the Empire State, New York City, you have this wilderness, this deep silence where you can actually encounter God in a real way. Something that's stripped away everything and forces an encounter upon you. You know, I find that I can only actually speak to the Lord without distraction when I'm in the church. Because there's no other place that forces me to have a face-to-face with Him. If I'm at home praying, you know, sometimes I can have good prayer. But it's like, it's like being on the phone with someone as opposed to speaking to them face-to-face. You might just let yourself take part in other things while you're taking part in that conversation as well. Whereas if we're sitting in front of the tabernacle or in front of the monstrance, the Lord is there right in front of our face and we're forced to encounter him. So that's why we built these churches in a wild way. That's why we still burn candles. It's a sort of primitive way of bringing light. That's why they're made of stone and wood, sort of natural beauty of the world. Now I'll leave you with one more quote from John Muir. It sort of lets us know why we need this sort of wild and and set-apart place where the world just has to sort of stay away. He says this, In God's wildness lies the hope of the world, the great, fresh, unblighted, unredeemed wilderness. The galling harness of civilization drops off and wounds heal before we're even aware they exist.